Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Hoobie Halloween. Directed by Stephen Brill and written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley, Hoobie Halloween is the comedy horror film from Happy Madison Productions. The film is out now on Netflix, but if you haven't watched Hoobie Halloween yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. The film stars Adam Sandler as Hoobie Dubois, a man who loves Halloween and features an ensemble of familiar Happy Madison faces, as well as some new ones. Luke, you have the plot. It's October 31st in Salem, Massachusetts, and a town's eccentric, devoted community volunteer and the good-natured object of his fellow citizens' derision and meanest pranks finds himself in the midst of a real investigation for a real murderer. Here we are again talking Adam Sandler. This is essentially his Halloween special of a movie, I guess. I'm happy. That he's done one of these. Uh, yes. I mean, it, it's, it was a good way to get into the, the Halloween spirit, I guess. It is October and, you know, it's, it's, it's early in October. But yeah, it was good to get a Halloween movie. So I'm glad we're talking about one. Um, Hoobie Dubois is his latest, is Adam Sandler's latest character to um, treat us with. I'm sure I am not alone in thinking this. But Hoobie is essentially a combination of Little Nicky and the Waterboy. Yeah, you did definitely. I mean, I, I didn't really get the, the Little Nicky kind of vibes, but definitely oh, Waterboy. Oh, come on. What are you getting? Listen, well, bes- I, besides the voice. I, no, the- no, the tone, everything is Little Nicky, including the director, Stephen Brill, the same director, I was getting that strong sense, Little Nicky vibes from this. I rewatched Little Nicky again recently, first time in years, and I forgot how much I loved that movie. And yeah, it's the tone is in this because it's just ridiculous. How am I getting Little Nicky? How are you not? Like, I, well, I thought you meant more just the character of Hoobie. No, well, I was like, it's still okay. So, is the I nice get it. Okay, guy. I do get the tone. Sure. Yeah. He's on the bike at the beginning, and for no reason whatsoever, he drinks bad eggs and he just vomits like the Exorcist straight away. You're like five minutes okay. into the movie. Yeah. And I, that's the yeah. He very much is that little like him eating tone. the Popeye's chicken and like a, like a burst of flames comes out. Of it. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's honestly one hundred percent. The fact that it's the star and director from Little Nicky. I mean, of this course, does not surprise me at all. Character-wise, though. I think definitely the water boy, Bobby Boucher. Like, in a way, it's almost the same kind of story. It's it's a guy, a super nice guy, you know, like he's just trying to do right by everyone, trying to help everyone out, and everyone just treats him like shit, essentially, because, you know, he's a little bit different. He's, uh, he's a bit weird. He's a bit out there. He's the town weirdo, pretty much, but super nice guy. Yeah, he's the water boy, man. Yeah, mixed with little Nicky. I agree <laughs> completely. <laughs> okay, the yes. water boy with the overprotective mum. I mean, oh, I mean, we did give the spoiler warning. More so with this movie. Way more than the water boy, <laughs> but he's still got that overprotective mum. But I, I said that, you know, here we are, Adam Sandler film, Halloween. I'm glad that he's done it. And I really am. Like, we have reviewed 
all of his Netflix movies. They're not all great. And we've, you know, we've reviewed them. Ridiculous Six, you know, it had, you know, a high concept. You know, it was set in the Old West. It was like slapstick humor. But for the most part, even though the silly elements, the more grounded movies, the week of with Chris Rock, you know, movies like that where they're still enjoyable, but they're not like this movie. So I'm glad that Sandler, who's just gone, you know what? I'm going to do something that is very me. It's going to be big and ridiculous. And we're going to throw all the jokes at you. They're not all going to stick, but he's just going for it. And, you know, this movie, like, it doesn't always work for me, but I'm really glad that he's done it. Because if you do go back and look at something like Little Nicky, that's, it really is similar to this, where it's just very silly, but you've got those horror elements. But I'm glad that he's given us a high concept movie again. Because if you look at a lot of his films, and it was, who was it? I was listening to Rob Lowe's podcast, and he was talking about how Sandler does these hotel movies. He'll set a movie where he wants to go on holiday. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know what? So we're talking about films like Bedtime Stories is a hotel movie. But if we're talking about holidays, just go with it. Blended. Recently for Netflix, he did Murder Mystery, which we mm. did both Fif enjoy. 51st Dates. He's in uh, Hawaii. But he does yeah. do a lot of those movies. So I'm glad that with this, it's none of that. And yeah I, yeah, I had a good time with this. The voice, though. His voice that he's doing. I mean, if there was going to be one major criticism that I need to just get out of the way first, it's that. I know, you know, like, I like Adam Sandler for what he does and how he does it. And not to say that, you know, like, when he does do a character with a funny voice, you know, it has worked before. I'm sure it can work again if done right. I don't think it was working for him here. I actually struggled to understand what he was saying most of the time. I, I don't know. I think I could have, I think this movie would have benefited without the funny voice. And I say funny with quotations, the, the yeah. silly voice. I didn't not understand him, but I do agree with you with the voice. But then on the other hand, I do like with the voice, it's not, Sandler just looking like Sandler in another movie. Like he's actually becoming more of a character. More of a caricature. You know, again, this guy is more over the top. Honestly. But, but I think I, I think when he yeah. does do a caricature, like it, it it kind of just throws him into that same caricature that we've seen before. Like But not for a again, while though. Not for a nah, while. But but even then we still remember those movies. Yeah, yeah. Waterboy, Little Nicky, like you know, Billy Madison. They're all they're still fresh Billy, in yeah, our minds. Billy Madison is different though, where he's a character that will occasionally do a voice, which is something that Sandler did in his stand-up, where you know, like chasing the penguin mm. and whatnot. Whereas Sandy, but then the character there, Little Nicky, like, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's who they the are. character. Like, that's, that's his voice. Yeah, that's the character. The thermos. Whereas man, the character of I, Billy Madison was an act essentially, yeah. like. If that makes sense. I don't know. It didn't the work. Thermos, let's move away from the voice. Let's talk about the thermos. <laughs> it, um, straight away, you're like, oh, okay, so they do something completely ridiculous with this. 
Like this Ooh. is one of, it, I mean, it's a thermos. Like it refers to it as a Swiss army thermos or a Swiss thermos or whatever. It can do. Well, I mean, everything. it holds soup. I mean, that's oh, the main handy. thing, and yeah. it keeps his soup warm. Um, he does need a top up every now and then. But what is it? It's also a torch. It's a, a megaphone. Gun. It's a grappling hook. <laughs> it's it's even. It, I think he lights. There's like a candle part to it at some yeah. point. <laughs> like there's. I mean, did I, I miss anything? The vomit at the beginning, the 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 uses that he finds for the thermos is like right. Okay, so this is a film that isn't trying to be anything but ridiculous. Oh yeah, that's what sure. it's going for. I wouldn't go as far as saying it's it's a kids movie because there is some elements in there that kids might find maybe quite scary. But it's probably going for a teen audience, I'd say. It's it's fairly family friendly though. There's there's nothing in this that I would be, you know, except for very young kids. Yes, you know, I guess could, I'm could, thinking a ten year old could watch this movie fine without. Right. Yes, I I agree. So I'm thinking my say, kids. Yeah. Right, so my eldest is eight. So yes, yours, yours are still fairly young. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's right for them. So I think okay. So ten and over, I'd say is that that's probably. I reckon the the age that this movie would be right for is around about the age that I first discovered him with Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. But those movies are, you know, there's quite a few adult elements. Yeah, I mean, in the UK, I'm pretty sure they were... I think Billy Madison was a PG and Happy Gilmore was a 12. But I mean, like, Billy Madison, you've got, like, you know, Chris Farley making out with a penguin. You've got, you know... You've got what's her name stripping down to a to a bits and pieces like you Veronica know, Vaughan. Oh, oh, the double V's, man. The yeah. double V. Hey, they let's... are back. Yes. They are back in this movie. Yeah, and let's let's talk about them. Oh, I thought you were going to okay. go with that. Okay, so we've got <laughs> Violet Valentine, Julie Bowen. You may know her from Modern Family, but sure. more importantly. Happy Gilmore. Yes. yes. Seeing them two back on screen together was pretty great. It, it is. It's, it's like, it's, you know, we, I mean, Drew Barrymore's had multiple turns. Um, but, yeah, to have uh, Adam Sandler and, and Julie Bowen, I guess, back together, it just, that was nice. I mean, obviously, her character is a bit of a weirdo as well. Like, she's obviously just infatuated with... Yeah, um, that's, you know, I don't know. I was a bit back and, and, again, back and forth for that. Much like the water boy, you you have a female protagonist that's already from the start smitten with the with. The, there's no, there's no like romantic dynamic where it's like you know trying to win her over or anything. It's like she's already there. She's already yeah. there for you. Well, she so. was what one of the most popular girls in school, the most prettiest and everything else. And he had a crush on her, but then it turns out that she always had a crush on him. But you're right. It turns out that she is. A bit of a goofball. Yeah, I mean, there was a point in the movie where I was like, I was like, oh, she's the, she's the killer. But then that uh, was the case. I mean, but I'm then the movie even wasn't. went down that. It yeah, did. Because I was, I was like, which movie? I'm pretty sure it's another Adam Sandler movie where it's like, yeah, the, the girlfriend is the, is the killer. Wasn't it an Adam Sandler movie? No. It must not have been it, but it was, there not, was something. He's not really done many of these where there's been a killer. It wasn't Adam Sandler, but the animal. 
with Rob Schneider. Right. Okay. So still Remember the girlfriend. Madison. The girlfriend turns out to be the the actual. She was beast. the other animal. Yeah. She was the first, yeah. and he was the second. Right. I want to come back to Schneider first. We want to stay with Happy Madison or Happy Gilmore, should I say? Ben Stiller <laughs> opens this movie as Hal L. What? I I I had no idea. I had no as idea. As soon as the movie starts, I was like losing my shit. Me too. Sitting there with the wife. She's like, what? And I was like, it's it's the, the guy from yeah. Happy Gilmore. Like I know. The, the nursing home guy. Like. It's, it's and she's like, the same fantastic. character. And I was like, the mustache. The name yeah. tag. Yeah. Ben Stiller. It's him. It's him. But he, the performance. He like, it's him. It does this. Like there is characters that do cross over, and then and he'll do a thing like with the townie character, where it was Rob Schneider. Start. I think started in the Water Boy, and Schneider would bring that character back. But then, oh, the you can do it guy. That's him. And the character, that's, yeah. yes, Longish Yard is in that. But that character <laughs> is in the animal that you've mentioned already. But Sandler plays the townie. In that film, I love <laughs> yeah. it. So I like it when he does these things. And there's another character that pops up. I think it's the coach from from Happy Gilmore, right? Like well, no, no, the, the coach from Waterboy is in Dickie Roberts, or was it Joe Dirt? I think it's Dickie Roberts. But there is sure. actors that come back and they'll bring. Anyway, Ben Stiller is in this, and it just blew my mind. <laughs> he was back as Halel. Now let's... it was a funny, it was a funny gag, and it set up obviously. Yeah, and it was, just I guess, perfect. what we thought was the mystery, but we'll get to all, all of that. Unless you want to talk about them now, I don't know. Oh well, let's let's carry on with the characters and the actors because uh, we've mentioned Rob Schneider a couple of times. So you've got a character in a mask, and we're waiting for the reveal, and it's like, who is it? Who is it? And I felt like the biggest idiot when the character removes the mask. It's Rob Schneider, and you're like, well, of course it is. Who else was it going to be? Well, I mean, they <laughs> threw us off with they. They showed us that he had like blonde hair, and I was like, I was like, well, who in the Happy Madison foray has blonde hair? And I was like, David Spade. I was like, is that David Spade under there? But then I, I saw that you know the pig, the pig guy's body, and I was like, oh, it looks too big to be David Spade unless he's you know gained a bit of weight. And I was like, oh, maybe they're just messing with us. Rob Schneider with a wig. Damn it. Yeah. Biggest idiot. <laughs> Tell you who is great in this, start to finish, and I enjoyed him so much in this. Steve Buscemi is Walter Lambert. Oh, like, fantastic. So and, like, good I, in this. I dead set thought he was a werewolf. Like a legit werewolf. I was like, this movie has supernatural stuff in it. We have a werewolf. I was like, there's the pig killer. There's the werewolf. And then it turns out they're just two two idiots from the bloody Escape the Asylum, and they're not even the big bads. They're just yeah, they're just goofing around. But even at oh, the end, Rob is just pissing on stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but even at the end, Walter still believes he's a werewolf. Oh, for him, yeah. it's still very much a reality. But honestly, out of all the all the jokes, all the gags in this movie, like you said, you know, like not everything lands. A lot of yeah. time, it's just I'm deadpan. I'm like, nah, nothing. I'm getting nothing from this. But Steve Buscemi, every time he was trying to be funny, I was like, that is funny. And he's nailing it. This, the, again, like this film really is, a, it plays like a patchwork of some of the greatest hits of Sandler, like whether it's the gags, what he's doing, 
having people come back from his other movies. With all of that, you look at what Buscemi's doing and he's just high and above what anybody else is doing <laughs> in that movie. He's, he's just, I don't know, he's just, he's operating on another level. So I think he he's doing something different. Bring yeah. this movie up for me. Yeah, he, honestly, he but, was so good in this. But even though you're, you're mentioning, you know, callbacks to other Happy Madison productions, Hotel Transylvania, Steve Buscemi plays the werewolf. Ah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. And for the longest time, I was like, are they all going to be, you know, like, you know, ghouls and stuff, but like their characters from Hotel Transylvania? Like, are we going to see Hubi dressed up as a vampire? As are we going to yeah, see, cool. you know, Kevin James dressed up as, uh, who is he? Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein, yeah, yeah. It would have been funny if they all kind of at some point were able to dress them all up as each character. Oh, I'll just wait until Grown Ups 3. Uh, <laughs> hopefully that becomes a reality they get to do well, it well David Spade we didn't see him in this movie maybe he was invisible there invisible man invisible man ooh I like <laughs> it <laughs> did you but there's nothing else normally, this <laughs> I wouldn't normally jump to the end credits but did you watch the end credits in uh, the outtakes yeah and I, I thought I would enjoy them more I didn't really they got well, pretty tiring pretty quick okay but there's there's one in particular the only reason why I'm bringing it up and it's the part in the movie where thing where things kids are throwing things at Hubie. And yeah. there's a scene where they throw dodgeballs at him. And there's a bit in the oh, outtakes yeah. where yeah. Sandler catches it, where he clearly wasn't supposed to, and then accidentally throws it at a cameraman. And he's, like, he's, he's got like a sorry look on his face. But that was cool. It was a nice little Billy Madison moment. Yeah, I mean, he says the line. I can't remember what it was, but it was sort of like, yeah, what is it like now it's your turn to... Yeah, or something, or whatever the line is. But when he the said O'Doyle's it, like, in this film, the like, O'Doyle, we've not done for a while. I know. Yeah, again, oh. uh, Billy Madison. I mean, these are like, I mean, we thought they all died in uh, in that in that tragic car accident, bus accident, whatever it was, <laughs> slipping off the road from the banana peel. I guess there's some remnants of these of these redheads. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> We should talk about, um, well, Kevin James. He's still got yes. that beard from Becky. You know what? Anyone real, listening, man. if you've heard our review of Becky, <laughs> I was adamant on there that it's not a real beard. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, man, that, I, I, can I think see. it is. It is a real beard, yeah. It's a, it's a very impressive although, beard. Although, even though I've been convinced it is a real beard... When, it were, when we were at the end of the movie and, you know, they're all gathered around, you know, the mystery's been solved and, you know, they were doing stuff. And then Kevin James was like, hey, he had a whole monologue of something. He was talking about some shit, I don't know. I was just almost expecting him to just rip the beard off. <laughs> I just had this, and I was like, don't do it because I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> he did it. So I still stand by it. It's real. I'm going to say this, though. He's wearing a wig, for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, we were never debating that. That's... Okay, I'm just saying. Like, you know, I... <laughs> fake but beard he, last time, fake out this time. His character, for the most part, is he's playing a fairly straight character. He is. He, he's still in Becky mode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but, uh, but, but he is. Yeah, you're right. He is. He, well, he's essentially, he's the straight man, isn't he? I mean, his character has a, uh, has a greater connection to Julian Bowen's character. It's a blink and you'll miss it thing initially they obviously address it later but he had a relationship with her 
you know, like in high school and all that. But yeah. if you literally see it in a photo, no well, one talks talk about, about it. it. Well, yeah, it's mentioned later on. They talk about the childhood sweethearts, and then yes, you saw. I think yeah, a couple of photos where it was them together, and he had the long hair. Obviously, another wig. I think. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Kevin James is is doing enough in this. Like he's doing what he needs to do. Like he's he's good in this. Yeah, he's fine. I, mean, I actually we'll always take him. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you know we're both um, we're both fan fans of his. Um, Tim Meadows, though, I really enjoyed Tim Meadows in this, and I especially liked his costume. He's like the the headless. I mean, it was really weird what he was doing with the, with his fingers, sucking the fingers. Yes, it's more, even weirder in the outtakes <laughs> when he's doing it. But yeah, but I think what I really liked about it, and it's in the trailers as well, like when he's giving this like, big laugh and his shoulders are going up and down. I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a funny visual. Or like the evil laugh, like the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the car and he's with but his, his, his wife, May his Rudolph. dynamic with May Rudolph, May Rudolph, who plays his wife. Yeah. I mean, she's good value every time. Every but then, then two together, time. like really funny. Yeah. Like, for sure. I was getting a lot out of this movie from... Like the supporting cast. Yeah, I yeah. And there's even the, even the minor characters. Like they're all essentially our our big main characters. Like the ones we've just lift, listed off, except for Ben Stiller. But the rest of the characters, are, you know, there's there's a there's a lot. And it's almost like a who's who of Happy Madison's past. Even minor ones. And his family, like you know, I mentioned it. When we did <laughs> yeah, his wife, of the kids. last Missy. Yes, it is. His wife, Jackie Sandler, she's in this as Tracy Phillips, one of the um, one of the reporters on the news. But his kids. Big distinction with this movie, because for years now, he has been putting his kids in the films and maybe one of them would have a line of dialogue in yeah. this one. And I, I don't know who it is, whether it's, it's his eldest. I don't know if it's Sadie or Sonny. But the eldest of his kids is actually in this movie and she has a part. No, they both do. lines of dialogue. They, also the elder Julie one. Bowen's, Julie Bowen's character has three foster kids. The two girls that she has are both Sadie Sandler and Sonny Sandler. Both of them, Danielle and Cookie. So I think Cookie's the one, you know, who, who speaks at the, you know, when Hoobie's doing his uh, speech at the school and he's like, well, you're a smart cookie then. So I think she's right. the younger one. Okay, she's okay. So the old one. Okay, so so Sadie is Danielle. I would say she's an act, she's a character, or her character plays an actual role in this film. I mean, you're right. They both do have dialogue. Whereas she's playing the elder daughter, and I don't know. Just watching it, so well, this is a big distinction from what we've had before with all these Happy Madison films, where his daughter's actually got a part in the film. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the time there hasn't really been the capacity for. Okay, no, that's a lie. I'm already backtracking because I'm thinking Grown Ups, um, yeah, uh, Blended. Well, I'm thinking like there hasn't really been the capacity to have kids, I guess, in substantial roles. But I guess there has been. But in this Obviously, in this yeah. movie, there's a, yeah. there's more opportunity, and I mean, there's there's two major roles. Um, Tommy, the Tin Man, Noah Schnapp, another one of Julie Bowen's foster kids, or. What was her name? I've already forgotten. Uh, v- uh, Violet Valerie? Valentine. Vicky. I don't know. Just call Violet. Her <laughs> Violet. Her foster kids. Um, and then Tin Man has a girlfriend who I've lost the name of. 
somewhere. Paris Barelk, Megan, dressed up as Red Riding Hood. I do like the bit where Hubie says to her, like, oh, it's especially bad for you you tonight because there's a werewolf on the loose. And she's just like, <laughs> oh, I should go home then. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't know who's playing dumb, who's, I don't know. Are they both legit? Probably. Nice people. I don't know. Likeable yeah. characters. That's the thing. They're all likeable. You can't you... hate anyone in this movie. Okay, let's talk Shaq O'Neal. The reason <laughs> why I'm bringing him up is like, that gag didn't work for me at all. You know, ha-ha. We've seen it many times where yeah. the, the radio DJ or host or whatever doesn't necessarily look how you'd expect them to sound. Like um, Harry Shearer is handsome... Dan, was it, in Airheads, the other Sandler movie? I watched it again recently. But you know the whole thing where he's, you meet the, the voice on the radio and they look completely different. And then you think it's a woman and ends up being Shaq. And then his girlfriend's there and she sounds like a man. And that's the joke. And they don't just do it once. They really, they run with it. And it just did nothing. Yeah, I think, I think with the wife character, that was pushing it where I was just like, okay. Yeah, okay. Now it's just silly. But I don't know. I think the Shaq thing, it worked fine. Like, because I mean, we legit thought it was going to be some smoking hot black lady, you know, like sitting there in a radio booth. I didn't know if we were, I didn't know that we were actually ever going to see the character. But, you know, of course, like the voice is, is, I mean, it's a very tantalizing voice. It's a callback to, I don't know, like those, what decade were, were those kind of, was it, was that, it was like the 70s? Yeah, but then going on through the 80s and 90s, it was still a thing. Yeah. Okay, still a thing. That sultry, like, very American... I don't know. It was good. But Shaq's here. You know, um, Blake Clark. That's the name I was trying to think of, the, the guy from The Waterboy. Yeah, the, yeah, the coach. He was the coach, right? Or no, no, he wasn't the coach. Of course he wasn't the coach, because that was Henry Winkler. I think he was a coach yes. assistant. The farmer. It was something, yeah. He was the dad in Fifty First Dates, if that helps. There you anyone. go. There you yeah, go. that's a more substantial role for him. And he's the guy in uh, what is it? Um, you know where he's like, you like to see homos naked. That guy. Right. Okay. No, yeah. I'm not. That's not ringing a bell. But before, when I said it might have been him playing that character from Waterboy again, Dickie Roberts, it was definitely Joe Dirt, the first one. Joe Dirt. That's the movie I'm thinking of with the right. yeah, and he's like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But here he's like on screen for like two seconds. He just walks through the kitchen. His character is credited as Tayback the cook, but yeah, he, so he's on screen for like two seconds. Yeah, just cameos for the hell of exactly. It. Yeah, and that and that's what that's what it is. So I do the, again like with this movie, Sandler's gone big. It's not just him and a handful of co-stars. You know, he's, he's gone really big with this. And I, and I enjoyed the movie for that. I guess another person we should probably mention, oh, Keenan Thompson, Sergeant Blake. Doesn't do too yeah. much, but he's in this. He's all right. Yeah. See, like I said, new faces. Like, like he's not a, I don't recognise him from any other, I mean, he's probably been in something. Keenan Thompson? What are you talking about? Has he been in other heavy medicine stuff? Oh, okay, okay. No, I thought you meant in general. Oh, you were blowing my mind. Oh, then. no, 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 no. No, I mean, in, in oh, new faces to the I, heavy medicine family. I'm going to, yeah, while you wow, talk about it, I'm okay. going to Google him. No, I, you know, I can tell you, this is the first time. We've not seen okay. Keenan Thompson 
before. I think the only time I've seen them together is when Sandler did Saturday Night Live recently. Right. Yeah, they've okay. not worked together. But I, I thought you'd completely missed somehow Keenan and Kel and all of that Nickelodeon era. Yeah, like his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> Good burger. But yeah, yeah I was going to say, I was like, I was like, oh no, he's in Who Be Halloween. That was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And um, oh, we've also got China Anne McLean. She plays Miss Taylor, dressed as Cleopatra. She's Lightning in Black Lightning, the youngest daughter. That's what I know right. her from. But new to Happy Madison. Should we talk the mystery? We've not we actually, should. we've not talked about his mum, played by June Squibb. And she, well, let's talk about her now because the mystery, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, but she, I had to look her up because when, you know, so I'd watched the movie and prepping for this podcast and I was just putting the feelers out and just having a look and see what other people are saying. And everybody is raving about this June Squibb lady and how great she is. And I didn't recognize her from anything until watching this. But then you look on IMDb and it's like, oh, that's what she's done. Everything. She's done everything. Like, just a lot, a lot in TV. In, in, like, small roles or... In, okay. Has she... One of the big things that jumped out is when they finally showed Meemaw for the first time in Big Bang Theory. Right. She played Meemaw. And she's someone that will come in to, like, a really successful sitcom and do an episode or two. And she's just everywhere. And I'm sure if I went further back she'd have done things big in her own right. But where she's at now, she just seems to pop up in heaps of comedies. Mm. In this, though, the gag that her character has running throughout the old film is that she shops at charity shops and doesn't get the crude joke on her T-shirt. Every every shirt she wears is just vulgar. (laughs) What was the the opening one, like the first one? And then... Uh, Like... uh, Bona donor, right? That's right, and it's, yeah. yeah it's and like, then, I think bona means like a mistake that you make. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so then, Hubie is going around saying that he's made the bona. Well, I've made another bona. Like and when he's infiltrating like, the team's party. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then even the I don't know. I think her name was Megan. I don't know. Just probably making stuff up. Little Red Riding Hood, and she no, she's talking Megan, to yeah. Tin Man. Yeah, and she's like, oh, look at me. Yeah, she's like. She's like, oh, what a boner. And Tim is just like, what? Like, she's like, I'm kidding. It's like, there's a nice charm to it. There is. There's a charm to him. I mean, hey, like he's a character that just wants to do right by everybody. He just wants to be a nice guy. And that's how the whole thing where the whole town, since he was a kid in school, has just bullied him. Like he's, you know, he's been the butt of all these jokes all these years. And mom recognizes that she's not going to be around. And she wants to do something to protect him in future. So she starts abducting. We think initially that, you, you, yeah, like I said, it looks like maybe there is some horror elements with the werewolf. There's the bit in the cornfield where the kid, it looks supernatural how he's whisked away. But then yeah. we find out that it is actually, it's just her. But yeah, she's... Somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. We'll just go with it. But she'd not actually killed anyone until it gets to the end. And then she is looking to do that. And Hubby stands yeah, up She's just kidnapped them. each of them, yeah. And then as he's standing up for everybody and he put out the flame so they didn't burn, they're making jokes. 
and she's like saying, what is wrong with you people? You learned nothing. He, yeah. yeah, he just saved you and you've been nothing but mean to him. So it does have a nice message and, you know, the, yeah, there the is, town there is, yeah. does come good and he becomes the new mayor. Um, but yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, just go with it. Thermos, <laughs> just go with it. But she, she was the one all along just trying yeah. to protect us. I all. mean... The question, did you see it coming? Did you work it out? That's No, no, I didn't. I didn't think it was her. Yeah. Did you? Who did you think it was? Like, did you have your best? Oh, I, you know what? I wasn't even thinking about it, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair I enough. was, I was just. I mean, I, I figured, I figured it was the pig guy. And then I just thought, okay, well, we're just waiting for and to catch the pig guy. And then I was like, yeah, obviously I'll... the werewolf is doing his thing. And then obviously when that was debunked, I was like, Okay then, okay yeah. They, they were red herrings. What have we? What have we got? And then and I was like, because well, uh, yeah, they were, she it was wasn't oddly really nice. <laughs> making sense. It's not one of the, as I'm watching. It's like it's not one of those murder mysteries where if you go back, oh, there were there was actually clues. Oh, there were no clues. Do you like, know what I mean? No, it's not yeah. like so. I was just, okay, so I'm just going to watch it, enjoy it for what it is, and they'll tell me who it is, and fine. Let's just let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. That's that's the journey, and yeah, you're meant to just be on the ride. Like, I mean, they could have at the end. It could have been like it was Ben Stiller. Like, oh, we would have been like, yeah, okay, for some reason. But I mean, I mean, that would have been dumb. But it could have been, and we would have just been like, okay. It's it makes no more sense than the mum being the killer. At least it, there was a nice message yeah, behind. It, what she it works. It, it's it's fine. But you know what? I um I've just realised another little Nicky connection because again I'm getting little Nicky and Waterboy from the movie. Mm-hmm. Remember the bit in Little Nicky where Carl Weathers comes back as Chubbs. So it's yeah yeah it's like it's a horror comedy, Little Nicky, and it'll bring back a character and an actor from Happy Gilmore. Fast forward to Who Be Halloween? They're doing it again. Yeah. We're gonna rate yes. this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about it before. What was it? Was it when we reviewed Sandy Wexler and we ended up just talking about all his other movies? But I feel like this movie made more sense for us to do that though, because it was almost like inviting us yes. to do so. That's true. But I always tend to think from the opening it's... scene in this movie, it was like I'm thinking of this other movie already. It is, it is. And then as we go and as we see people and Carol's like, I'm thinking of this movie now. And I'm, you know, it's, how could we not? I, What's I your agree, rate? But, but what I was going to say is that when we start talking about other movies extensively, <laughs> we have to, to do the rating. Time to wrap up. Well, I, I, did, I did enjoy this, but I'm going to be honest. Well, I'm going to be honest. Everybody knows. I've been looking forward to this movie for a long time. I wasn't expecting this to be his best. But as an experience, this is a movie I was looking forward to watch. It's like Adam Sandler comfort food. It's going to give you what you enjoy from what he does. And for the most part, this movie did deliver on that. I, I had a good time with it because I'm a fan of him. Uh, not so much the voice in this one. It was great seeing Julie Bowen come back. There's some good gags in this. Again, it has a good message. Uh, 
But it's not great, is it? And I don't think it's supposed to be. It's Halloween on Netflix. It's time for another Sandler movie. This is what he's doing. And I think if he was still putting movies on the big screen, he's not doing this. So I'm glad that he's got a place with Netflix where he can just think, you know what? I've got an idea. Why don't I do this? And they're like, okay, go for it. It's Halloween. It's a Halloween movie. I had fun with it. But I'm going to come in at a three out of five. I mean, you're right. Like, this is a... This works well for as a family-friendly flick, you know? There's nothing too sinister about it. There's nothing crude there. It's it's fine. I had a few chuckles, but I think the chuckles probably came more from just accepting the fact that this is almost like... I mean, you said like a like a best of for Happy Madison Productions, you know? It's sort of like a... Like an annual get together of hey, that's we're doing it again, but this time it's like a Halloween special that we're doing. It seems like everyone's just having fun. I got more out of the supporting characters than I did out of Sandler himself in this performance. So hopefully the next time round I can really enjoy Sandler doing what he does. So I think the big miss there, like some things worked, some things didn't. At the end of the day, I probably had more enjoyment than I probably should have. Looking at the movie as a whole, though, you're right. It's not great. It's not even really good. It was watchable. <laughs> I had a decent time. I had a decent time. I'll admit it. But I felt I felt pretty weird at the end of it being like, why did I have a decent time watching it? Because it's not, it's, it's not really that good. I'm coming in at 2.5 out of 5. It's not great. But no, it's, you know, it's there's, not. There's... There's little bits and pieces to to enjoy, you know? And I'll admit that I enjoyed them. There, honestly, there is a lot to enjoy in this, but it's just, it's silly. It's just silly fun. And it's, yeah. it's slapstick. He's not leaned into that as much as he has with this film in quite a while. But there's, you know, when he, when he was hoping to get nominated for an Academy Award for his performance in Uncut Gems... He made that joke saying that if he doesn't get nominated by the Academy, he's purposely going to make the worst film ever. <laughs> this isn't that. A lot of people are jumping. Oh, okay. We're saying, not oh, there yet. He's done it. He's done it. I, hey, listen, I've said to you off air before, and I understand by this, his worst film for me, you don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, fair that enough. That film rubs me up the wrong way. But, um, th- yeah, this film... So worse, worse than that. Jack and Jill, you reckon? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a couple of months ago I did a rewatch of Jack and Jill. I thought, oh, you know, it, it really irritated me the first time. <laughs> but this, the only like, thing, the only thing in, in the Zohan movie, I, it's just Rob Schneider's God, God. <laughs> there's Every elements. Time. I love there's, it. There's <laughs> elements, but as a film... Yeah. I'd say yeah, it's no, up there as being one of his worst. You know, we've reviewed this movie, Who Be Halloween, and we keep going to all these other Sandler movies, but before we... We've reviewed six finish, other Sandler movies. I know, but neither of us has mentioned the fact that this movie has Ray Liotta. That's not come up at all. Not yet. It's all right. At one point, he wears yeah. a purple <laughs> wig. He was one of the main... Uh, yeah, we really brushed over. He's one of, one of the main one guys. Of the main, yeah. I you know what? There was also... I mean, oh, who else? Who else have we missed? 
there's the the deli kid. <laughs> like, uh, oh, Karen that's Bry. right. Yes, that's we, right. They're like the main antagonists. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they played their role. You they, know, they 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 did. The kid being a kid, I could take what he was doing more. But from Liotta's character, it was just a dick. Like it's like, come on, you've got to get to a point in your life where you grow up. The fact that he's still acting like he's in high school. But yeah, but I think because we were talking more so about the Happy Madison stable of exactly. characters, we that's why. But yeah. Ray Liotta, I mean, not as so much now, but then, back in the day, huge. Good let's, fellas, let's, Liotta. Yeah, I'm just going to wrap up now because we've, we've, we've done it. We've let's talk about more films. <laughs> no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about some trivia. Ooh. Now, this is a... This is a family-friendly film. I stand by that. Um, so this movie actually has a lot of family in it. Husbands, wives, kids. Let me go through a few. Obviously, Sandler's wife, Jackie, plays Tracy Phillips, a local news reporter. Their kids, Sadie and Sonny, play um, Violet's daughters, Danielle and uh, Cookie. Jared, some kid named Jared, who is Sandler's nephew, plays a male zombie band singer. We've got uh, screenwriter Tim Hurley who is playing a wild bear. His son, Martin, plays a teenage zombie. We've got producer Alan Covert. He plays a zombie movie dad, while his kids, Hannah, Abigail, Rebecca, and Hank, play uh, Danielle and Cookie's friends and two food fight kids. So they're in there. Kevin James's kids, Shia and Sistine, play more of Cookie's friends. Um, and Ben Stiller and Ray Liotta's daughters, Ella, Olivia, and Carson play teenagers, Lexi and Barb. Family affair, my wow. kids. I, I didn't know that. And I'm sure I'm so glad that you shared that as, as trivia, but if I'm honest, kind of makes me like the movie more. I mean, you were it's, right. You could, you could see. You made with love, I think. Yes. You could see that they were having a good time making this movie. But the fact that as well as doing that, the kids are in the movie. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is nice, isn't it? I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's nice. It's a, yeah. It gives me happy feelings. <laughs> me too. Just that's knowing good. that. Like, just knowing that. All right. That's it for our review of Who Be Halloween. Uh, please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, and please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films You Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of Enola Holmes and An American Pickle, Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Blade and Rewind and Review went back to 1997 to revisit the Lost World Jurassic Park. Also keep an eye out for our next review, Batman Death in the Family. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon. Directed by Stephen Brill and written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley. Hubby Halloween. No, I did it. I did it.
I did hobby. Like Scooby Man. It is. It is. Scooby like Scooby. I was just saying it to you before we started. Let's just go back to the beginning. Let's just do it. You're again. broken. That's it. Let's just. I oh know. I oh know. 